0: Welcome to the Cowboys Podcast.
1: Dallas Cowboys trying to rally from behind. It's Hill. Touchdown! Big opening for Tony Dorsett. Look out, he's got great speed. Dorsett down the sideline. Stays inbound. Can you believe that? It was a heck of a throw by
0: Troy Aikman. Everyone had to do it. Someone had to call it, but the other guys had to make it go. It's Elliott touchdown no flags Cowboys lead as Bryant out of a witness protection program and trying for the end zone how about them Cowboys touchdown, touchdown. Dallas now your host Jono Steve-O and Rodney the Cowboys Welcome, welcome back, Cowboy fans, to another great show here at CowboysPodcast.com. It's Jono, you guys got Jono here, and I got my man Travis on the line. Hey, Travis, how, how the hell
1: are you, babe? Man, I'm, I'm a little better, a little better than I was Sunday. I know. That's about all I can say. I'm, I'm a little better than I was Sunday.
0: Bro, uh, for, for all you Cowboy fans that might have been in a cave living and don't know what the hell happened, uh, our man, our general, uh, and you we all seen it on TV, and it was kind of gross. It was kind of gross how Dak's uh, ankle looked like it just went on a different way. I don't know if you folks even remember uh, Joe Theismann's knee and all that when that went down like that and... I tell you what, this had to be right up there with something like that. What did what did you think,
1: Travis? Man, it was it was breathtaking the wrong way watching. I mean, I was I was absolutely speechless, man. Um, you know, just just seeing it happen the way it did, you know, on a freak play. It's always a freak play, you know, just just your normal every down football play, you know, to see it. Kind of happened like that, man, and 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 then to see it, you know, to see the injury, it was just, man, I mean, I mean, it was just, it just left me speechless, man. You know what I mean? I, I'm, I I'm, I'm almost speechless right now, trying to, trying to find the words, man. But just looking at it, you know, and the funny thing about it, man, with Dak being exactly who Dak is, you know, when Dude first looked at his ankle, he stomped like he was trying to get it back in place. You know what I mean?
0: Bro, like I, 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 you know what? Any time that I've been, I and folks out there, you know, and Travis, you know as well. I've been a big critic of uh of Dak, but I've also been fair. I'm not, I haven't been yeah, one sided. I, I have. You know, like uh, uh, the guy had his moments, but then when he comes back like that this year, completely, this year, completely, he's done nothing but good. And uh, yeah. And and I gave him his props. I'm not one of those idiots that keep uh, go. What are we in this for? To win, right? That's what we're in That's this right. thing for. And I'm not here to rip on a guy just because he wants his money. I mean, I, I'd love for him to have his money. My thing was Absolutely. to spread the wealth around. That's all I was talking about. And God bless Dak. Because you know what? He got a little bit more respect from me. The, the, oh. and, and he was on top of. Oh, that hill. But now it's like he just fortified it with a big flag, too. Because when he started crying like that, man, when they're taking him off. Yeah. I, I've never felt that for a player that was, I mean, he, you seen how much conviction he had, man. I don't know yeah. what it.
1: Yeah. I don't know what it was. Man, I'm going to tell you. And, and it's funny you mentioned that right, right before. Um, started the show, I actually watched a clip of him on the ground when the medical staff was out there and everything, and this was during the TV timeout. And um, he's he's there. He's coherent. He's talking. He's looking at his ankle like he's fine. He's not crying at all. So when I saw them taking him off, and I saw the emotion from him, the the, the emotion we saw wasn't from the pain of the ankle. You know what I mean? And right. and from the type of person that he's led himself to be, I would almost you know, argue the fact that that pain was from leaving his teammates in battle, Dude, even though it was that, in a situation. That's what he I was control. thinking. That's what yeah, I was man, thinking, that's Travis. A, that's the leader. Wow. That's the leader, man. It wasn't for him. He wasn't crying for him. He put his hands up to the fans, like you said, and unity. to the team. He did it like he a unity. unity. yeah. Exactly. He's acknowledging Uh, everybody when they pull him off, that's in front of the Giants' bench when they pull him off and he's nodding to the, you know, to the, to the opposite players. And, you know, he, you know, they're, they're showing their respect, but what about Garrett, bro? What about Garrett? And let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. If you, if you didn't respect him before, just because of the actions, you know what I mean? Now before the game, him and Dak, they met up in the middle of the field, you know, they exchange their greeting. And of course, Garrett, you know, he does the love shove with all the guys that he loves. Right. And you know, he gave him the love shove. It's not but fake. come out there. It's right, not fake. It's not fake. For him to come out there, he's not the head coach. You know what I mean? And I almost, you know what I mean? I could I could see I know they weren't, but it was almost one of those things where, yo, that is still my guy. Because what a lot of people forget is Jason Garrett was the one that was waving his arms about let's get this kid. Let's get this kid because Paxton Lynch was Jerry Jones's guy. And Jason Garrett, you know, like I said, that, that connection is still there. And when Dak spoke about Garrett leading up to that game, he didn't diss him. He gave him his props. He said, Garrett gave me the chance. So I always have to owe him, you know, some debt of gratitude. But, yeah, he came out there and he was there for him man i mean you know you can't knock it one bit man i t-
0: i i love you brother because that's the same stuff that i was thinking too uh, Yeah. and uh i don't know man it, it, it it's it's kind of
1: like this
0: now uh dak went down when in the right. past when in the past when a Roma would go down we said season's over we're done it's over it's over we're, right we're done we're we're completely baked not a chance in hell And then a freak came along named Dak, and he saved the day. But before then, when Romo every time Romo would go down, we did not have a backup. Now, for you fans out there that are, uh, I I go to the Cowboy social media here with uh, with all the Cowboy sites. You know what? I've given Dak a chance, and Dak has prevailed. Let's give Andy a chance, man, because this this guy this guy. Uh, has led Cincinnati in a lot of passes, a lot of touchdowns, a lot of yardage. And uh, that's right. Yeah, you know what? For us to diss him like that is not good. I mean, this guy. And then he came out like, you know what? Here's my resume. I'm not gonna be Dak. I I, I right. I, I wish to God that. Uh, but don't give up on me. Don't give up on me. I'll still win for you guys. Uh, I mean, I'm a TCU kid. I grew up here. I know what the value is of being a cowboy. Don't give up on me and don't think less of me. I I will do everything I can. And that's a big prop right there to this kid, too.
1: Man, let me tell you, just like you said, previously, we've had the John Kittners. We've had the Matt Castle on the couch. We've had the Brandon Whedon. Uh, we've even had our current offensive coordinator, uh, Kellen Moore, as, as a guy that we've had to look to. And like you said, normally when that happens, we can go back to 2015 when Romo broke his collarbone. I was like, oh, my God. Well, that's it. Pack that's it up. Yep. If, if we're watching it now, it's just for sport. The, right. the, the guy that comes in, arguably the best backup that's available right now he's, gotta be. 80, he's 60,
0: gotta be he's, he's gotta, gotta be the
1: man he's gotta be the best. best what people forget is this guy's first five years in the league he won 10 games each year he didn't win a playoff game but that wasn't on him as much as it was on coaching and some of the talent around him this guy he can win and like you said he's not Dak he's not going to try to be Dak but what he's going to give you is a guy who unlike Dak he understands let me correct that. I don't want to say unlike Dak. I want to say more than Dak does. He understands coverages and reads when he sees them right. because he's been a starting quarterback in this league for 10 years. So there aren't a lot of things that you can actually surprise him with. Right. When he came into the game, he immediately came in and he made his presence known. He, had, uh, he was 9-for-11 um, with a couple of big passes down there in the last five for us to um, ultimately end up winning the game. But he did exactly what we pay him to do. He's going to earn his money the right way. He's been nothing but uh, a great backup.
0: And Travis, he did not come in here as a notion that I'm going to take over Dak. I'm going to take that that start. I mean, the guy had committed to, hey, Jerry, Steven, everyone on the Cowboys organization, I just want to be a part of the Dallas Cowboys. This is my this is my dream come true. I'll be the right. bench guy. I don't care. I'll be it. I'll be and I'll, I'll, it. I'll give I'll give Dak every bit of my knowledge. I've been here. I know how the system works and I can give right. him th- that little edge that he if he needs it from me, I'll give it to him. Not one time have I seen this guy Andy Dalton say I'm coming in to take his spot. And uh, for all absolutely you, absolutely not. And for all you cowboy fans out there, that before the season, give Andy the start. Andy, Andy did not come in here to start. Andy came in here to be that role player. Okay. That's right. And That's uh, right. And you know what? Uh, and, and and here's another thing too. For all you village idiots out there that uh, keep uh, ripping on him because uh, he he fumbled that ball. It was like two three snaps. The guy, I mean, he just gets thrown right Right. in there, okay? And and then he got that out of the way, and then he
1: throws it to my boy Gallup, man. Look, two, two or three snaps, and let's be clear, two or three snaps from a rookie who was making his first start, who was also dealing with the emotion of losing his quarterback as well. So a lot was going on there. And what a lot of people may forget, year one, yeah, Dak was a rookie. But Dak got a lot of advice and a lot of tutelage from Mark Sanchez at that time, who was a veteran. So you look at this again, this is nothing but upside for Dak because as you look at some other teams across the league, I'll tell you what, let's just look at Buffalo, for example. Last night when the game got out of control, of course it was the very end there, but they had to go to Matt Barkley. We we don't have a low-caliber quarterback that's coming into the game. You know, we got a guy who has the knowledge who understands his position. No quarterback controversy, none of that stuff. Like you said, I'm a TCU kid. I'm up the street from home. I'm fine. I know my role here, and I want to contribute to winning a championship in any way, shape, form possible. So if that's me standing on the sideline, hey, Dak, I see this, I see that, then I'm going to do that. If it takes for me to come into the game and lead a drive, I'm going to do that too. And that just alludes right up to what you were saying. Gallup, let's be clear. Last week, there was a lot of chatter. Maybe we should trade Michael Gallup. He's the other wide receiver. Newsflash, folks, he's the wide receiver, okay? Let's be clear about what's happening here. Our rookie is making great strides. He's doing everything expected of him for the spot that he was drafted. But Michael Gallup, he's showed the progression from the time that he's come in the league as a rookie until now. Not only am I that guy that's going to get down the field, but I'm going to make the catches. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going
0: to make the big catches. You remember, I I think it might have been uh, past your time, but there was a number 22 or number 20 on the Dallas Cowboys, and his name was Preston Pearson. And every time you you needed that big catch, that big catch, and I'm talking about uh, doing a triple uh, loop dee and a kangaroo flip or whatever, it was always right? Preston Pearson that came through with a big place a big play like that. And I'm telling you right now, Gallup is my guy. Gallup, I, I've been high on Gallup when yeah. I've seen him play, and I know if if anything, when chips are down, you could throw it to that kid and he's gonna make he's gonna make an impossible He made a Willie Made type of catch that I never seen in my life. I've never seen that yeah. in this thing dropped like a, a like a, a bomb that hit him right right there. I mean, he, it's so hard to even turn your neck that completely backwards to see this ball coming in like that. It was incredible. Right. It was incredible. Man.
1: It was it was incredible. Just like you said, especially for everything that was going on. You know, because like you said, typically something like. Something like that happens, okay, well, we fold. Well, this guy had four catches on Sunday for 73 yards, four catches on four targets, though, and he averaged 18 yards a catch, with Moni's catch being 38 yards, which was the big catch. Like I said, when we're talking here, let's look at Amari Cooper Sunday. He had two catches for 23 yards, averaging 11 yards with four targets. But I'm talking about four for four, Seventy three yards, eighteen yard average. The guy gets it done.
0: He, he sure gets does. it done. He sure There's does. no
1: way that you could be talking about training this guy, moving this guy. And what I like about him is he's strong and he's silent. He's not tooting his own oh, horn. Dude, he, he takes he's the, an assassin. He, he takes the accolades, but he says, Fine. They you see, take you the see how wide receiver. You see how ahead, cool sorry, he is.
0: You see, you see how cool he is with Cooper too. As I mean, when they're the other side of the pillow, man. Man, they are such a cool threesome,
1: man. I'm telling you. Come on, man. As the, as as the other side of the pillow. And if you look at the rookie, the rookie had 11 targets on Sunday, eight catches, 124 yards for 15 yards a catch, and his longest being 26. It's and just
0: getting it done. And folks out there that all that. Wanted Dez, wanted De- Dez would hurt that. De- Dez would just throw a uh, toxic fumes to that. Uh, those three guys right there, you know, what how
1: especially right now, uh, especially right now, uh,
0: those three have really adapted to one another. They don't care uh, if uh, one's catching the ball and one's just running right. around, they are so complemented with one another, man. And uh, you, they are, man, they are all about winning. No one's no one's looking at at the other uh, or looking at the QB, Dak or Andy and putting his hands up like I was open. We we don't need That's that. Right. We don't need that. We just don't right. need that. And uh, Des was that. And uh, you know what? Cowboys knew that he would be a bad way to go about the system. These three man. know how to get the job done, man. And they work together. No, there's no greed here. You catch the ball, I'm I'm all for it, man. You catch the ball, I, I'm cheering you on just like I caught the ball. Uh, Absolutely. Absolutely, let's, man. Let's move on to our offensive line. Tyron Smith, gone. IR. We got Brandon Knight to take over now. And uh, if you know what? If our veteran needed protection now, it's more than ever because now we've lost one luxury that we had with Dak. And Dak gave gave you that, uh, hey, you know what? Shit's not open. I'm going to run. I got to go. Yeah. Now we got the old, old uh, Vanguard type of quarterback. I'm going to stay in there, (laughs) hang in there, pocket collapses. I'm going to go in the flames with with this ball. I'm going to make things happen inside this pocket. Well, Mm -hmm. I don't know if we have – that shield anymore. I don't know if we can protect like we did before because look at this man. We've lost Tyron Smith. He's filled by Brandon Knight. We lost uh Looney and he's now uh taken by uh Tyler Bladez. Is that is that his name? B L A D A E Z. Blades. I I mean this is what this is what's happening now. Yeah. I mean yeah. this this is this is going to be a tough time, and folks, let's be patient with Andy because uh, right right now our defense is playing. Our defense played good. Lawrence stepped up. Right. Lawrence, hey, you know what? Again, again, I I told you this, and I've been his number one critic because Crit, I yeah. haven't seen it. And God damn it, he came through last week. And uh, if that if that was the breakout game, so be it. Because Lawrence had the pressure. And yeah. uh, this is what yeah. our offense cannot do is get on the field for three and get off the field. Much more pressure now on Zeke and Pollard. I think Zeke and Pollard have got to keep the ball tucked. We can't give up yardage. We have to make things on the uh, on on the positive end. Each run has to be four yards. Give yeah. and, Don't put Andy in a spot to where it's third down and 12 or third down and eight or anything like that. We have to work with him control the clock, keep our defense off the field, and because the Arizona's got a good defense. They got a good defense. They, they got a great running game, too. So they will milk the clock, and their QB's not bad either. This kid, I, I, I thought, you know what? Uh, he's a shorter guy. You know, how's he going to be in the NFL? Well, he stepped up. He stepped yeah. up. He's made things possible uh, for his advantage, and uh, I think that uh, our defense uh, – and isn't it amazing? We keep running into quarterbacks that don't like sitting in the pocket. We, we, yeah. I mean, this last one, he, he, once he got up, he was dangerous too. But you know what? I didn't mind him running that much. But uh, our uh, uh, Arizona Cardinal QB here, he likes to get it out there and uh, he can be a havoc. So Lawrence loved your game. I think uh, Alden Smith, he's going to keep him in. I don't know. But our offense has got to keep everything, uh, keep the clock going on our side.
1: I, I mean, I, I agree with that, man. And just to follow up a little bit about what you said in regards to the offensive line, something that kind of happened a little under the radar a couple of weeks ago is kind of coming back to bite us in the ass now. Um, they had Ron Leary in the building. If people remember uh, Ron Leary, he was instrumental on the line um, 2014 2016 uh, before moving over to Denver, and for some reason they couldn't get a deal done, and uh, he moved on to retire. As you said, uh, Looney's gone. Looney's being replaced by the rookie. Um, We've got Tyron Smith out who's uh, also now with, like you said, you got Brandon Knight out there. Then you have another undrafted rookie in Terrence Steele, and we've got the old faithful uh, Zach Martin having to move over to right guard. Now, the thing about that, just like you said, make sure that the protection can be there. We're definitely going to have to protect Andy now at all costs um, because he's not going to be that mobile quarterback that's going to take off and run. He can slide. He can step up. He can step back, but he's not going to run. There was actually a play um, in the first drive, I believe, where they ran a trips bunch formation to the right side, and his, his read was actually going to come to the left, but that guy was covered. But the advantage of him being a veteran, he went through his progression very quickly, and he was able to see that Zeke was his only option on that pass, and that's going to – I'm sorry, on that play. That's going to be something that's going to benefit us as far as him not really forcing the ball but being able to go through his reads and progressions very quickly. Um, just to follow up on Lawrence, definitely a fire from somewhere amari cooper had said it earlier in the week he said that he had saw a, a a different look from the defense you know more attitude more attention to detail more accountability and it did show somewhat uh god bless anthony brown who was activated on saturday picked up the sack fumble uh that was caused by lawrence took it into the end zone it had been since um a couple of seasons ago actually since he's he's been able to make that type of impact. I was able I was glad to see him coming back and being able to make that type of play of yes. Anthony Brown and Lawrence together. Um but definitely our our offense is gonna have to help our defense in this game. Um Coming up against Arizona, right. just right. like you said, you know, with the quarterback in the running game, and they do have receivers as well. That offense is ranked tenth overall. Oh, now, bro, Hopkins
0: Hopkins is going to yeah, be uh, right there. I think with uh, Murray stepping out, like I said, he's not going to be. He's not that pocket QB. He's going yeah, right. to. He's he is a little He'll bit a move. like Russell He'll Wilson. A
1: move. Absolutely, and and this team is second in total first downs game. That's only uh, second to the Dallas Cowboys. They're 14th in passing, which is about 250 yards per game. Now, the rushing numbers get a little scary to me because of the way that our defense and, and has Drake, kind of, Drake's not a bad oh, running yeah, back either, man. I was just about to say, you can't, you, you can't forget Kenyon Drake because that offense, they're sixth in the league at 141 yards a game, five yards to carry. And their overall scoring offense is 25-6. Now, you know, about 25 points a game. Those numbers, you know... They can get a little scary depending on how we perform. But if we come out with the same intensity and up it a little bit and understand that this team is definitely going to try to use our uh, strength against us, which is us getting downhill and getting to the ball, with that kind of quarterback, they will allow people – I'm sorry. They will allow, folks, these defensive linemen to actually rush so the quarterback can take off. They're going to allow the all-out blitz the all out rush, the stunts and things of that nature, what have you. So we have to be ready for that, just like you and I talked about before the Seahawks game with the spy. We're we're definitely going to need a spy for this game because Kyler Mary could turn what looks into a three yard loss into a fifteen yard game because once he gets past the first line of defense, there's not going to be anyone there. So it's definitely, you know, one thing I did see Sunday that I liked. I hope they continue to do that. Mike Nolan's not in the booth. He's on the sideline. Get down there with your players. Get down there so you can get in their face when something happens. And not only when something happens, but so you guys can talk face-to-face and you can say, hey, coach, I saw this out on the field. I saw that out on the field. And you guys are getting the same look. You can have someone else up in the box to let everything to you, but the defense is going to have to be key this week in order for our offense to really be able to step uh, up. Well, I, one thing yeah. that- No, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I was oh, just oh, yeah.
0: complimenting you.
1: Last point, brother. One thing that's gonna play big that a lot of people overlook with Zeke is his ability to pass a block. Right. So this is gonna help Andy. Dude, he was that, so
0: that, kick ass in the years past oh doing that. He'd pick up that linebacker coming in like that. You're so right. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so that's gonna help Andy, man. That's that's definitely gonna help Andy. And the fact that the team, you know, I mean, they've rallied around, man. They've they've rallied around. You know, yeah, definitely, they sure did. And, you know, we just gotta pick it up from here, man.
0: And uh, here's another props. I'd like to give a big shout out to uh, Jalen Smith. He played a hell of a game. Joe Thomas. I'll give it to him. Joe Thomas, you you I mean the, the two worked really well together. Now here's my thing though. And here's where uh, I got listeners right now saying, dude, these were the Giants. They're They're worthless. Right. So we have got this track record before that we like to beat up teams under 500 or, or just at 500. Anytime we play someone that's got uh, a winning record or anything like that, we somehow we hide. We 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 go in our hole and we don't play that good. But maybe just maybe now with a leader like Dak being out and you see yeah. how the team rallied around that. And, uh, did you see that, man? I did, did I did, bro. I did. I, I and we need we need everyone to feel that hey, you know what? There's a guy number four that would have loved playing right here. He was picked in the fourth, fifth round, and uh, he worked his ass off. And he, That's right. he would love to be here right now. He's he's gonna be on the sideline, and he's gonna be like, man, I, I, I wish I could be part of you guys. But you know how much motivation factor he's gonna have on us. And I think every one of you right now, if you're listening to the show, you just gotta. You got to embrace. You got to suck in all that energy that Dak's gonna give out to you. Yeah, I need. Yeah. I need you guys to get, get so motivated. I need our linebackers to just whenever they shoot, they don't get caught. They make it happen. Right. I, I think that stuff like this too. It's got to be very intricate on the uh, on the uh, concept of when you blitz and it's not successful, it's going to go for 20, 30 yards because guess what? He's going to run. He's going right. to gonna run. You've got to be precise on everything that you – you guys have got to play really like every play is going to be a risky, risky factor to where you're going to give up 15 to 20 yards. Yeah.
1: So Yeah. Our weakness against teams like this have been the quarterback taking off and screen passes. That's what we have to be prepared for. We we have, just like you said, when you realize that that blitz and you're not getting home with that rush, you're going to have to make sure that you're not allowing a 20 to 30-yard chunk place, gash place because we're, you know, we're famous to play at 20 yards here, 25 yards there, and it's like, hey, man, we, we, we're going to have to be totally keyed in, but I agree with you. I think that, and, and For the listeners, it's not a knock on Romo. We all love Romo. We saw right after the game, oh, Tony, Tony. Hey, look, guys, Tony is enjoying his life. He's enjoying his kids. He's enjoying playing golf. He's making $18 million, you know, for working about three days a week, okay? Tony's not coming back. But I believe that the inspiration factor is a little higher because of what you just said. Don't get me wrong, though. We understand that Tony was an undrafted player as well. But Tony was able to play himself into the Jones' graces if people understand what I mean there. When when they have those player reunions and you're looking around and you got that circle that's Emmett, Troy, uh, Michael Irvin, and those guys, Tony has been able to stand in that circle without you're a right. whole thing a jacket right, or a dude. Super Bowl ring. And that's the reason why a lot of the players, former players, you know, they have a little, you know, I don't want to say a jealousy factor, but they're like, hey, this guy ain't done anything. You look at that, and the way that he had to come in, and he immediately led. Well, Parcell which loved guys, come on, when you have guys that are uh, higher draft picks that are out of the league now, and because of the way that he relates and connects to this team and to this fan base, I believe that the inspiration factor is going to be there. And it's like, hey, we are playing for fourth. Right after the injury, Zeke scored a touchdown. The first thing he did was throw up four fingers. It's already in his mind. It's already in his head. i got to be more. That's his brother, man.
0: That's his brother. That's his
1: brother. Exactly. And and every member of that team is looking at it the same way. This is a different team, folks. This isn't our 2016 Cowboys. That was the last year, really, that we had Romo there. This isn't that team. This isn't the Dez team. This isn't that team. This is the Dak Prescott era, and it's a lot different. And and when we talk about the respect factor, one of the scenes, optics wise, when you saw them flash to Stephen and Jerry Jones, and Steven's like, wife oh, was just uh, like I think she was crying, man. Gone. Yes, I think she was, she was gone crying because it. Yeah. It, it, this this. Of course, it hits hard when it was Romo, but you got you know you guys got to remember Romo put in six, seven, eight years. You know ups and downs, all of that. We understand that, but this is a kid that was not supposed to be. I just want to remind our listeners very quickly that Prescott was the number four quarterback when he was on the roster. Our roster went like this: it was Tony Romo, Kellen Moore, Jamil Showers, and that Prescott. A freak injury got Dak from the practice squad to the roster. Kellen, Holt, I'm sorry, Kellen Moore steps on a hole on his way to the practice field. He snaps his ankle, and Dak gets on the practice squad. I'm, I'm sorry, from the practice squad to the roster. Best, but none of that guaranteed best ankle playing snap time. ever. <laughs> best, best. Hey, look, none of that stuff guaranteed him any playing time, though. Right. So he's worked for every single bit of what he got, and I think that it's gonna inspire the players in a way that they don't even know until they actually get into the heat of battle. Because every time that you're down and you're like, oh man, oh this, your mind's gonna flash back to that scene of him being carved off the field. That's what's gonna happen. That's what happened for me. I know initially the noise was, oh, right away, that's it. That's his last game as a cowboy. He's not gonna get the money, he's not gonna get it. my opinion on that right now is that actually it's gonna sound crazy. But I think that all of those things that happen actually secures his future with the Cowboys. If the Joneses did not know before Sunday what not only that he means to the team, but the actual fan base, you saw it on Sunday. That place went from a madhouse to, you could hear a rat piss on cotton in a matter of seconds. Yep. And everybody was on the edge of their seat. And everybody reacts the same way. You know what I mean? Everybody. Yeah. From the fans to the media to everybody, everyone reacted the same way. We've all seen players be hurt before, but it's a player. Look, as a fan, I haven't had to deal with the injury at quarterback in so long. I didn't know what the hell to do when that happened Sunday. Because like you said, I'm normally like, oh, here we go. Well, here comes this guy, whoever the hell he is, we're done. But we've been so used, and we've taken that for granted, that this kid is so durable that since he's been in the league, he hasn't missed a snap outside of being checked for a concussion or whatever. He's always fought through. So I definitely think that all of those things actually secure the future with the Cowboys. He's going to get his money. That's, let's not worry about that. He's going to yeah, be yeah, guy. That, that's let's a guy. let worry about that. That's a great call let's because worry about
0: that, I, I don't want to hear any more on these sites. Uh, yeah, he deserves his money and all that. Right now, let's just focus in on some Ws, man. That, that's that's a, it, man. I mean, we're in a we're in a shit division. That two and three puts us on top. All right, that's, that's right. one thing. But let's let's get this thing rolling to where we can we can be a contender. We I, that's all I right. care. I don't care about winning the NFC East. That's nothing to me. And if you guys. Yeah, If you guys are happy with that, then you're you're the ones that are always flashing your participation awards and all that. That's right. That's that's not us. We're the Dallas Cowboys. If you were here before, uh, in the early '90s and before that, you know what it's all about. And it's not about half-ass football. It's not finishing eight and eight and saying, "Oh, it was a good year," and uh, let's roll. Let's keep riding with the Cowboys. That's not cowboy football. This is it's something not. where now you're seeing I'm two and three and I feel like uh, right now I'm four and one or something like that. Because this this whole perspective of the whole team getting together now. That, I mean, yeah. I know, I know, I know what you guys are saying out there, it was a goddamn giant john. Take it easy. I get you. I get you. And I this will be a big game for us. This will really tell right. us where we're going. So uh, I'm I'm pumped up about it. I'm pumped up
1: about it. But you it, know what, man? Yeah, talk people to me. can say that it's just the Giants, but the leader of that team, the quarterback, when they talked to him last week leading up to that, he said this is a must-win game. Man, it's funny how all of this shit played out. He said this is a must-win game. This is going to measure us right now in regards to what we want to do. And you know, I always watch the games again right after they end. So I'm looking, and I'm looking at his interaction with the players and everything before the game. I'm looking at him catch a touchdown pass, and I'm like, moments away from now, a tragedy is about to strike. But when you're looking at everything that he's saying, he's letting you know it's the Giants, but they're an NFL football team. So first and foremost, we have to beat these guys because on the flip side of that coin, it's just the Giants. But if we lost, then the sky would fall. So you got to give the credit on the other side as you would on the negative side. It was just the Giants, but that may have been the spark that we needed, as you said, to look past NFC East Championship. We're looking to, I'm sorry, we're looking towards champions overall. That's what we're trying to do. We're trying to rack up some Ws. So so all of that, like, you know, first or so, you know, shock, oh my God, Dak's going to be gone, No. That's all fine. And to me, I know how people interpret Jerry Jones because I interpret him the same way. And if you ever hear me and Jono talk, we're not fans of the Joneses and how they operate business-wise. But right away, they came out and said, this doesn't change the future. Now, to the ears of the listeners, that could say, well, it doesn't change the future, but you guys didn't pay him. But what I think that showed is this kid with everything that's at risk, no way was he going to sit out. Other players have done that before. We're not as good. We're not talking about a middle-of-the-road quarterback who says, hey, my my career wins are about 30 games. I've lost about 60, but I know this organization has a boatload of money, so I'm holding out. Even with all that, he said, okay, last day, we can't come to a deal. What's the franchise tag? It's offered. I signed it. They saw how he went down, you know, captain going down with the ship type thing, and it's like, hey, they're going to reward this guy. I'm not worried about that. I'm with you in the thought process of now, with the team that's here now. Let's rack up some W's. Like you said, he's gonna provide the inspiration. He's gonna be right there because now you're asking yourself, what would number four do? Xavier Woods made a statement last week where he said, "Hey, players don't go you know hundred percent at seventy plays of the game. Well, if they weren't before. They will now because Jimmy Johnson always said, that's what made you the bitch to the other team, the fatigue. You were tired. You couldn't push through. So every time now where you're about to give up like how you did against Cleveland on that tackle, oh, I'm not going to chase him, you think back to four. Not only did he fight through a tackle, get tackled and get injured, but the damn kid tried to stomp his ankle back in place to try to finish the game. How can you quit on that? Oh, How man. can you quit on that? It I'm is. expecting to see a totally different team Monday night, and not in a negative way,
0: bro. Did you see? I and you, I, I I don't mean keep, I, I don't mean to keep riding this, but he was so calm-headed about it too. I mean, he's I mean he's holding his calf, he's holding his calf, and he's not throwing his whole body backwards or anything. I mean, the kid is a fighter. The kid right. is a fighter. He hopped this to is the a, damn cart. This is a, yeah, the car, man. This, this is a this is a guy that uh, the, I'm telling you, you. Remember those days when they used to have 15 round fights, and yes, sir. By the seventh, eighth, ninth round, the 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 route fighter would start coming on. And you, you, yeah. this is that guy. This is that guy. It is,
1: man. This is that it guy. Is. He's
0: not. He's not that a uh, 10 round where if he doesn't have it anymore, he's run out of gas. This is that guy that'll give you. Fifteen rounds and he'll toe to toe, and uh, right. this is what he's all about. And I, we could only wish him the best. We don't have it, and we don't have him right now. But I guarantee you, he's still going to play a big role on the sideline. And Andy, Absolutely. as much as Andy's known how to be a quarterback in the NFL, Andy has picked up a little bit of that pride, a little bit yes. of that. He's already had that cowboy pride in the past, but now he's looked at Dak and go, goes, man. That's a winner. That's a winner. Yeah. I know he hasn't won a Super Bowl, but I guarantee you this: this kid's teaching me some things too right now. And uh, with yes. that, with that being said, we're moving on to the. Uh, no, God damn it! I was about to call him St. Louis Cardinals, uh, the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, what do you see here? What's the score?
1: Man, I, 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 I believe that the inspiration is going to take over. Um, this week, I think, like I said, we're finally going to see the team that we are supposed to be. Um, when I look at their defense, they're 11th ranked in passing, 224 yards a game. They're rushing. They're giving up about 124 yards a game. They're fifth in scoring defense. Um, honestly, of course, I see a W for us, and I'm looking at a 28-17 game, Cowboys.
0: You got 28-17. What is the line on this uh, game here? We're looking at uh, uh, minus three Cowboys, and they're looking at this being a high-scoring affair here. We're at 54-and-a-half. So you're saying it's, it's wow. going to be under that. Uh, you're saying uh, – I think
1: I think it's going to be under that, man. Um, uh, and, and, and the reason why I say that is because I think our defense is going to ratchet up. I think they're going to – see, because – the key to Monday night is going to be this. Don't blow all your emotion on the first couple of drives, offense and defense. You, you're not going to be able to get too low or too high. So if you go out there and you're like, oh, we're ready to kick their ass, and, 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 you know, you don't immediately get the pedal to the metal. You can't get too low and you can't get too high. You got to stay into your game. Outside of the Rams games, we've, we've kind of been high scoring all, all season. I know we gave up some points, but we've been high-scoring all season. And I think they're going to look at this as a challenge. Murray's going to get his. Hopkins is going to get his. What's going to be the key is, like I've been saying all season, keep a no-name from becoming a household name, and you're going to be able to control this team and the game. And and I'm going to adjust that. Matter of fact, with that being said, I'm going to go uh, 35-21.
0: So you know, maybe that, I am <laughs> now. Now, now you're in my range because I don't think it's gonna be an under. I think it's gonna be a high scoring game. I think it's gonna be a yeah. 38 to a 29, 30 type of game here. I got my boys at the end. They're gonna pull something and uh, get a get a three point where it was a, like a tight game, and a three point here and something like that to a separation of a one touchdown. But I definitely see. A high-scoring affair here, and I'm looking at this one being like a 38 to 30 type of game. So uh, yeah, man. Well, I tell you what, Travis, uh, it's gonna be. I think it's going to be a high-scoring affair. I think it's gonna be like a 38 to 30 type of game, and I think we're gonna pull it out, get a safety, or get a get some way of a separation. But I do definitely see us winning this on a high score. That's that's all I'm seeing. The two combined score and three points. I think it could be like that too. I think the minus three, uh, Vegas knows, uh, that this is going to be a tight game. So I'm looking at this being a 38, 30 type of game. What's your call again on this?
1: Uh, I'm going to go 35, 21, 35, 21,
0: 35, 21. All right, my friends, that's our play for this week and, uh, go Cowboys. Uh, Travis, you're going to watch it with your family.
1: Hey, you know I'm gonna be watching. You know we gonna Text in, we're gonna be texting. We're gonna be. We're, it's
0: like we're in the same living room, bro.
1: Already, man. Hey, and once again, man. I know about everything that's going on. You know I've been watching, but you know, you know, we still praying for y'all, brother. Absolutely, bro.
0: I, I tell you what, the Cowboys are my escape mechanism, uh, folks. Uh, my second country, Armenia, is uh, under attack by. Uh, turkey and azerbaijan they've thrown isis fighters on our borders and stuff this is my this is my escape i i i love i love football and uh it it does so much more for someone uh that's that's just trying to get out and escape and uh, you know what for all you people out there that brought politics along and that have said i'm not watching these overpriced, uh, the these guys that are making a statement by kneeling, you don't know what the hell you're missing, and you don't know what the hell you're talking about. I'll leave it at Absolutely. that. I'm, I don't even want to get into it on that aspect, but this is my healing process, and God bless the NFL. God bless every player out there that, that shows his way of what – what it means to him to do something, you know, if they want to do, if they want to kneel, God bless them. You know what? Because if, if they're not kneeling, then you're saying, "Oh, Oh, they're, they're out protesting, but he's doing it in a, in a manner of not, not disrespecting, but just saying it's out there. So that's all that's we'll it. leave it at that. All right. Thank that's you so it, much, man. Travis. Thank you, Cowboy right, fans. Brother. Go to CowboysPodcast.com. Tell your friends oh, about follow it. follow us
1: on the Twitter. Follow oh. us on the Twitter, guys, at Cowboys Podcast. Get on there. Our questions, our comments. I'll be posting the shows there. Talk anything to Anything Cowboy related. Anything Cowboy related, get on there. Go to the site. Follow us on Twitter. Just tune in with us.
0: You got it. Thank you, my friends, and uh, let's go, Cowboys. Take care, Travis. Let's go. You too, brother. Tune in next week for another edition of the Cowboys Podcast on lineupmedia.fm. Subscribe to the show now at cowboyspodcast.com on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher,
1: Podbean, and all major podcast outlets.